This is Draft Talk. Hello and welcome back to episode two of Draft Talk. I'm Emden and uh, I've got Tito here with me again. Tito, what a week, mate. Great week. Morning. Morning, everyone. Um, yeah, really, really big week. So I think what we're going to go through and have a little chat around the uh, the game week, game week 25 fixtures, and then uh, talk about the upcoming games starting today. This is it. It's exciting, mate. The sun is shining. It's Saturday morning. We've got a double game week, a massive double game week. So all to look forward to, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, this is what we're this is what we're in the game for, isn't it? Weeks like this. Absolutely, this is business end of the season, though, mate. Again, exciting. Both ends of the table. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. All right, game week twenty-five. So we'll have a little trot through the fixtures. See, you did what? Well, yeah, yes, please, mate. So I think well, only one place to start for me really was. Uh, the Spice Boys winning 72 against 60 to Fernandez. Um, I mean, that's your team. So talk me through the Spice Boys giving a bit of a hiding to top of the table, Fernandez. Mate, what can I say about my midfield? Just got some real form players in there at the moment. Um, and I think this is the first time this has happened to me. I've had four of the lads in midfield at double figures. So, where to start? It was, it was it was it was mad, wasn't it? It was what he had: Mount, Rafina, Lingard, and Barnes all all notched double yeah. figures. The only one who let you down was was Armstrong, who you bought in. For but, the double game week. Bought Armstrong in for the double game week. He only actually played one of the games, and and I've spoke about this before. But I, I just think that double game week was a bit of a red herring, mate. Wasn't it? There was only one game. It was Leeds, and it was Southampton. Both ship goals, so defenders weren't going to be that great, is what I thought. As it happens, mm. Leeds did all right on their final fixture, especially Dallas, which almost came to haunt me in this game. I was going to say, how how nervy were you when uh, Bamford, then Dallas, both oh, mate, absolutely. boys? Absolutely. I don't know what goals. I did with my maths, but I was working it out, and I worked it out is that he was ahead, especially with that 17 Dallas, but I think, when, yeah, big wasn't it? I think at, well, obviously the Rafina goal just put it all yeah. to bed for you. But I think there was a moment where, yeah, there was there was some chat on the WhatsApp group. You thinking you were behind, Torquay correcting you, saying that you were still ahead, and then as that was all happening, Rafina oh, banged mate, that free you put it out of sight. But late drama, mate, and that's that's what this league's all about. It was fantastic, but yeah, some nice stuff. Strike, I think that's how you pronounce it. The lead centre back. Right, got me eight. Diaz got me seven. Yeah, there you go. You're back. You're slamming, slamming the double yeah. game week, but with with strike, strike at the back and and Rafina, they they sort of helped. They you did. You're way, right. You're right. And Vardy popped up with an assist as well. So yeah, it was good. It was a, it was a good week. He, obviously, Fernandez turned up with eleven as well for him. Bamford got an eight. I was lucky really because Bamford. I, mean, I think it doesn't. Doesn't doesn't go any doesn't doesn't go anywhere nah, really without nah, double a double standard. Absolutely someone. standard for him. Um, I, was, I think. Yeah, have you got anything to say on the uh, first back to back wins for the Spice Boys? Twenty five games in, it's the first time you've won two games. It's huge for the lads, isn't it? And it's uh, it's been a long time coming, but they're on a roll. 
particularly our midfield boys. Can't ask anything more. So yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Speech. But I think um, Bamford had a goal dislayed, didn't he? Which was, uh, yeah. Did he? Yeah, you might be right. That could be could yeah. been a big moment for you, or for Ross more so. But yeah, so Fernandez lost two in a row. Interesting. Their lead at the top is now down to just one point with, uh, with, with much ado about nothing hot on their heels, which uh, we might as well talk about them next. They... Uh, I had a comfy win, really, in the end, didn't they? Forty points to twenty-two against um, against the Spurs. Same shit again, isn't it? Like it's twenty-two points is just. <sighs> I mean, that is pathetic. I'm just looking at the um, team now. Like, there's one, two, not, not much four, like, five, there? six. There's seven lads in his team who've got one or none. That's absolutely shocker. Um, yeah, I mean, 22 points is never going to get you anything in this league. I mean, except for that one random week where he beat you 15 points to 11 when there was only two games. About that one. But, but, I mean, that's probably his yeah. last win, thinking about it. Um, he's, he's, he's now lost five five games on the trot, um, averaging just 36 points per game week. It's just not going to be enough. Um, in that last five weeks, he's, he's only... Average thirty-two points per game, and that yeah, you're never going to get. I honestly think, like, if you just got like someone in who doesn't know anything about football, and said, "Oh, can you just pick fifteen random players off this draft list?" They'd get more than twenty-two points against the show. Yeah, I think certainly if you gave it, if you handed it over to the artificial intelligence like Izzard did at the draft. Oh yeah, easy. But it's just it's just players that don't play. So like people like Greenwood always comes on for the last ten minutes. Smith Rome not getting a game now with Odegaard. Wilson on the bench, Thiago Silva on the bench not doing anything. Laporte who is gonna play one in every two, one in every three games. Come on, mate. Yeah, he needs to have a he needs to have a good hard lift. Still himself. going with Neil Mope as well. Although, as he uh, will probably come on to it later, but there may have been some activity there. There has been some transfer activity, which is worth talking about a yeah. little bit later on. Yeah, got some. Uh, as we're on the as we're on the call, we've had some team news coming in for the first oh, game of the weekend, which again we'll come on we'll come on to that later. But just rest assured, it's not the the team news that you were telling me before. Is it controversial? Oh, there's some big, there's some big moves from Pep, mate. Bloody big hell! Moves. All right. Um, we'll come back to that though once we've uh, once we've been through. So uh, the next game, I think we should cover was the Wizards, my team, beating Right Touch fifty-four points to forty. I think in the end it looked probably more comfortable than it was. Um, I had a couple of uh, of late points come in from the Leeds boys in that in that second game with. Uh, with the goalkeeper Melier and uh, uh, what well, Ailing at the back getting clean sheets, which made it all look a little bit nice more player Ailing, ex Bristol um, City. If you're wondering, ex Arsenal, well, actually. If you, if you go back to his youth days, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so it wasn't actually as comfy as it, it looked in the end. But it was helpful for me, puts me potentially 
back into the mix at the top of the table, six points behind Fernandez, but on a slightly better run of things. Um, so, yeah, happy with that. Sorry about that, listeners. I think um, there was a little bit of an issue with some Seven Oaks freeze mm-hmm. cutting out some Wi-Fi signal, but we yeah. are back. If, if only I worked for a broadband company who could give me a better connection. If only, mate. If only. <laughs> um, I think so we were talking we... about the uh, what was probably the game of last week, uh, which was the average against Hotspurs with... Uh, the average taking a win by 48 points to 46, making up a huge deficit on the last game of the week. I think Hoddy will be livid with me for, for doing the maths and saying that you're probably fine, mate. There's 20 players left to play. They've all got average four and a half points per game for the average to catch you. It's not going to happen. And then he sees Dallas, Bamford, Rafinha, the Leeds defenders, all six plus points. And suddenly the average is streaking clear of him to take the win. So, uh, yes, and last-minute heartbreak for, for the Hotspurs, which uh, sees them lose their second game in a row and drop down to fifth in the table. Um, and weirdly, the average, five wins in a row, um, now up to third in the table, only four points off the top. Just unbelievable scenes, really. Is it possible that the average could win the league? I mean, I think if that happens, we will just have to quit and not come back next year because... It's one of those, isn't there? There's some chat during the week, though. Is it actually a reflection of, of how well we're all doing, that the average is scoring better and better every week? And it's just, you know, by chance that, you know, everyone else is smashing decent so scores. So, ultimately, and you've got you if the average will win, we are all winners. There's a bit of that, yeah. Do we split the trophy seven ways? It sort of makes sense, doesn't it? Is a draft yeah. who's the real winner if that happens? I think I think that that feels to me like that's what that's what's happened. But you know, at the moment, we're sort of anyone who's playing the the average every week can rely on the squirrels to dra- drag the average down. Yeah. And therefore, it gives you a chance. If the squirrels could get their act together, then I think anyone playing the average is in big trouble. Absolutely. Imagine if O'Shea just got 40. Just a standard 40. Yeah, yeah exactly. You know, I think the average from all teams every week is about 42, 43 points. And, you know, that's including O'Shea stinking the place <laughs> out with 32, 36 points, whatever he's getting every week. So... Yeah, you know, if they could up their game, then then the average would be a real real contender. I think. Yeah, no one wants to play the average, especially on a double game week. Ooh. Yeah, actually, that brings us nicely on to this week's fixtures, doesn't it? So uh, we might as well start with the average. Um, they they play right touch. Oh, which sorry, T Bone. Yeah, T Bone is not going to want to see. Might that as well write that one off. No touch. Right touch have never beaten the average, yeah. so it's a bit of a bogey fixture for them. And with a double game week, the average is going to be high. And I think that brings us nicely on, actually, to the, the team news for the first game of the double Dawn, game week, which is Man City, against, Man City against West Ham. T-Bone's big Man City hitters, Raheem Sterling and Phil Foden, both on the bench. Was it, they're like the best players. 
Yeah, absolute, absolute shocker there for uh, for T-Bone and, and for right touch. And with the average, you know, obviously picking up the points from all the other City players, it's it's not looking good right from the off for right touch there. So, yeah, a few, a few notable absentees from the starting lineup for uh, Man City. Jao Cancelo on the bench. Bernardo Silva on the bench. That hurts myself and, uh, and Izzard. Um, although for Izzard, he's still got John Stones and, and Ke- Kevin De Bruyne. So, you know, not going to hurt him too much. Um, anyone else looking? I mean, Laporte on the bench, not really a surprise, but that would hurt O'Shea and the Squirrels. Jesus on the bench. So that's not great for Hodspurs, although he does have Aguero. Hol- I'm just looking at Holly's lineup for this week. He's obviously, he's playing me. Massive game. Yeah, top up on this. Game. He's gone with Aguero up front. Yeah, so he picked it right. To be fair to him, so that's uh, bad news for you. Oh, Aguero um, back I on form. I'd love to check. I'd love to check it, but I, I've got a feeling that Aguero's got a, a, an absolutely ridiculous scoring record against yes. West Ham. I'm pretty sure it's one of those teams that he just always scores against. Um, but you know, West Ham are much better than they were. In previous seasons, so could be a could be a tight game. That I one. did decide to drop uh, Jesse Lingard this week. He's on the bench for me. Yeah, only a single game for West Ham. Man City, so, not, so not the not the worst shout. To be fair, yeah. I think. Uh, yeah, interesting. So yeah, right touch up against it from the off against the average. Be be a really interesting fixture that one. Could the average go six wins in a row, which would be the best winning streak of any team? I'm going to say yeah. Right touch really, right touch really need a win to uh, to kind of keep themselves in it near the foot of the table. They've uh, six points adrift at the moment of the squirrels, so they'll be looking for a, a win to get them back in the mix. And the next fixture, talking of the squirrels, was is a uh, squirrels play against Penandes, top top against bottom sort of almost of the table. Um, Penandes off the back of two losses. We'll be looking to get back to winning ways. The squirrels off the back of five consecutive defeats will be looking to change their fortunes. Um, I mean, I think... It's interesting to see what sort of team the squirrels are going to put out this week. Mm. But... I think we're looking at probably 80 to 100 points, I think is probably what people will be getting so based this, on. This is the starting 11 for the squirrels, and it looks better. Well, I'm going to give him this. It looks better. Schmeichel in goal, two games. Constant. Yeah. Two games. Laporte at the back. I mean, that was always going to be a gamble. You'll probably get the set probably get the second yeah. game, won't you? And then Robertson. Midfield. Bell. Big news this week on him. We'll we'll come to that later. Mares. Jorginho and Mane. Not sure Jorginho will play both. And then up front. Yeah. New look strike force mm. for the squirrels. Mateta and Richarlison. Yeah, interesting that. I think we're going to come on to some of the transfers in a bit, but yeah, no, that looks that looks a little bit more more threatening, doesn't it? I think um it will be interesting to see. Again. He's hopeful. Fernandez has picked Grealish. Yeah, yeah. I think he's definitely not playing the first game, so it'll only be a single game at best. So it's an interesting one that. Good price. The Panandes have got they got they got threats all over the pitch. So Panandes, so I think uh, it's a tough game for the Squirrels. Um, but you know, as you say, they've made some good moves in the transfer market. 
we'll see what happens there. Um, the next fixture is uh, Much Ado About Nothing versus the Wizards. Um, both teams won their last two games, so semi on form. It's a big game, actually. It's uh, you know, m- much to do about nothing. Got themselves up to second in the table. Wizards up to fourth. A win for the Wizards would take them up to a couple of points behind. You know, much to do about nothing. So, yeah, a lot to play for there. A win for much to do about nothing would put them eight points clear of the Wizards, and you know, that's a lot, lot of points to make up at this stage of the season. So, big game there. Just I think um, it much to do about nothing. Every single one of their players is on a double game week. Yeah, and no, I expect that from Izzard. You know, sensible, you know, not going to be uh, putting any single boys out. Um, yeah, no, he's a threat, definitely a as, threat. As is the same for the Wizards. Yeah, no, we're both sort of fantasy football veterans know what we're doing, know our way around the double game week. Um, I think it's, uh, yeah, it could be a high-scoring game, but you see he's got Cancelo missing out in the first game, so that'll only be one game for him or potentially a bit off the bench as well. And I've got Bernardo on the bench as well. For City, so yeah, neither of us are going to be loving the first uh, selection of the week. Um, and then the last fixture we haven't talked about yet is the Spice Boys against FC Hotspurs. Um, so yeah, yourself against Holly after your first back-to-back wins, high on confidence. Hotspurs lost their last two, slipped to fifth in the table. It could be uh, a chance to heap more misery on the on the Hotspurs. Mate, it's going to be another tight one, exciting one. I mean, the the Aguero, the Aguero news has hurt me. I was hopefully hoping Neva was going to play. We just got to hope he's he's not the guy he once was. Um, I tell you what, Holly's taking a risk. He's taking a gamble this week. He's put Aguero up front. He's mm. put Zaha in midfield, and he's put not not sure he's fit. and he started Deli Ali. Riddle me that. Interesting one, that. Does Deli Ali start? <sighs> Who knows? Who knows? After an overhead kick like that in midweek, can you not start him? An interesting one. We'll probably come on to Deli Ali in the transfer section in a little bit more detail, won't we? Um, actually, that pretty much brings us towards the uh, the transfer section. Um, well, let's have a little look at who has brought in who. So I think we've touched upon it in talking about the previews. You've got O'Shea hoping that Gareth can bail out his season, no. bringing yeah. in bringing in bail for Pulisic. I mean, obviously Pulisic has not really lived up to the hype this season, so you know, get rid of him. Sensible move. Bail, little bit of a little bit of a gamble, but shown some form recently. Could be an inspired signing, and I think you know you'd have to take a bit of credit for that one, wouldn't you? Well, look. Bell's on an upward trajectory, came on at half-time last week, got an assist, started in Europe in midweek, scored a cracker. Look, Tottenham need to change something, don't they? They they need an upturn in their fortunes. They've got Bell on the bench, they've got Delhi on the bench. Mourinho's going to have to reach out to them because... They can't... Mate, well, it was, obviously it was enough for you to uh, have sold it to, uh, to O'Shea, so... You know your your agency fee. I'm sure will be uh, in the post. Look, I don't want any credit for these for these top signings. I merely just say what I see, mate. That's all I can say. I can only assume that you looked at the fixtures and knew that you weren't playing O'Shea for a couple of weeks to uh, <laughs> to mate, ensure that you weren't hurt. It's one them. that could come back and bite me. 
Um, I am only one point ahead of O'Shea. We are locked in a titanic battle. With the yeah, interesting that you'll be handing out advice. With the it. touch. But look, I want this league to be competitive, mate. And in order to be competitive and rated is one of the top draft fantasy leagues about, we need the top players playing in the top teams, mate. And I'm just I'm yeah. just glad to see Bell back. Yeah, I'm talking of people being back. Is it is it time that Hoddy's going to be uh, deliberating? Oh, time? stop it. I hope that, I hope he gets deli belly, mate, rather than any deliberation. <laughs> Um, this week, certainly, obviously, with you playing against him, it's an interesting one as well. With you pushing, pushing the Delhi Alley train all the way through the week, and then obviously someone does pick him up who's actually playing you this weekend. So mixed feelings, I'm sure, if he, uh, if he does. If he does again, well. it's another one that can bite me. I'm I'm pretty confident of the two. My feeling is Bell's going to get more game time. But yeah, that's an interesting one. I think I pick Bell up in my other team. Um, taking a bit of a gamble. So, you know, I can't really hand out any sticks to O'Shea for, for taking the, to, to rolling the dice on him. I think you're probably right though, based on, you know, previous game time, I think Bale probably more likely to get more of a look in. There seems to be something yeah, wrong there between Mourinho and Delhi. I don't feel Delhi's going to have the fitness to play two games in a week for 90 minutes. So I've just got to hope that and hope that yeah. he doesn't really get much, yeah. much of a run out and I'm not hurt by many points from him. Um, mm. But look, I think ultimately that'll be a nice sign-in. And if Delhi kicks on and has a good final sort of quarter of the season, and look, that could be the difference. Um, if he, that could send Hoddy yeah, up towards the top of the table. Absolutely. That could, and Spurs right. Absolutely, yeah, mate. Send Spurs back up in I mean, it is, if he's got Delhi and Kane firing at the same time, Aguero coming back into the fold, he's going to be really dangerous. Hmm. Another couple of transfers that sort of stick out is uh, both from the Squirrels. I mean, we touched on it in their preview. Richarlison in for more pay well, and Mateta in for Greenwood. Richarlison's the big both... one, isn't it? Yeah, obviously I dropped him. So there's an element of me not wanting him to do well. I, I just got fed up, you know, week in, week out, returning nothing for me. Um you know, then obviously drop him and he bags a bags a goal in well, a couple of goals in the FA Cup and then a goal in the league as well. Um, good couple of fixtures for him this week. Yeah, so um, Scott, in West honest, Brom. I was was absolutely fuming when uh, O'Shea was touting a trade to Izzard for Richarlison. Um, I desperately didn't want um, Richarlison playing against me this week. Um, <laughs> couldn't work out why O'Shea would want to get rid of him when he's got such good. Well, at some point um, last week, he became the most wanted player on the game because he was available. I, mean, everyone, I would say every everyone had a way. Yeah, and, and then O'Shea gets him, and then can't wait to get rid of him. You'd have been you'd have been mad not to go for him playing Southampton at home, West Brom West Brom away. Um, Calvert yeah. Lewin is is had a few injury issues. Richarlison's became become more of a central figure up there, and he's had involvement in the last few games and. Why not? You you would go you would go for him, and he, O'Shea's done well to get hold of him. Finally, he's got some sort of cutting edge up front, and he wants to get rid of the lad for Jota. He doesn't even play. Mate, the the reasoning he gave was he can't stomach cheering on an Everton player being a Liverpool fan himself. What do we make of that as fancy football managers? Surely you just got to put that aside. You haven't got you haven't got time for that. No, of, uh... you just got to crack on, aren't you? If, you, if you've got any ambition to do well in this game, you just got to put that aside. 
maybe this is why we're we're seeing him slide down the table, making making decisions with his heart rather than his head. Absolutely, absolutely. But I think but anyway, ultimately, you know, credit to him. He's, he's got him got him this week. So you know, if he bags him a few points and a few goals, then you know you'd you'd expect him to keep hold of him. But I mean, I've, I've, having had the frustration of owning Richardson, I've got to be honest. I, I don't see him scoring scoring loads of points consistently. You know, maybe this week, but. After that, you know, I'm not sure how much of an asset he is, but you know, and then what? So he's got rid of Greenwood as well for uh, for Mateta at Palace. Good, I good think, gamble that. I think it's a good move. I mean, Greenwood's. I had him quite high up on the list early in the season. I wanted, I wanted him in the draft. O'Shea got him. Um, I think we all thought it was a good pick, and and you know, when we when we're slating O'Shea for for the quality of his team. I don't think you can really criticise that pick. I think you know, Greenwood looked like he was going to be an absolute superstar. And the way he finished last season, you know, I thought he was going to be golden for years to come. But it just hasn't happened for him this season. I think it probably is the right time to let him go. I've got to be honest, I had a little look at Greenwood, thought about bringing him in. Um, but I just sort of don't want to be hit by those one-point weeks where you just think, oh, if only he'd started and got a bit more game time. So, you know, I think we all want to see Greenwood do something and then there'll be an absolute race, a bit like with Richarlison, to see, to pick him Rule up. number one, mate, pick players that play. Yeah, I think that's absolutely it. You've you just got to have people picking up those minimum two points a game and then whatever upside from that is is obviously, you know, the, the bonus points. Um, other transfers, there's not really an awful lot to shout about. There's a few, few interesting moves. I think I, I've brought in... Troyore at Villa, a couple of decent oh, games for them. Spice his, his I'll art, be honest, I went yeah, for him as yeah, well. His, another ex-Spice boy, Izzard's brought in uh, Matthias Pereira from West Brom. I could see him doing bits. Um, a good pick-up by you, bringing in um, Hugo Lloris for, for Mendy. Chelsea got a couple of hard fixtures. Yeah, I got, rid of, um, I got rid of Reese James for Castagne. Yeah, no, both of those... Both make sense, those two. Because um, I, I, I just think... Castagna, yeah. decent, decent player, Castagna. I think the Leicester's an interesting one. Leicester without Madison. I'm not sure whether they're the same team. And obviously, Madison not being available is going to hurt me. Um, but I do think that as a force, Leicester might not be as, as strong without Madison. But time will tell. Just, uh, maybe, maybe just as a little side note, something that might be a little bit interesting live. I know you're a fan of Castagna. You know I'm a fan of Traore. Mm. Just something to think about there, yeah. I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. What well, going forwards for a for a little trade? Absolutely. One to think about. Yeah, I like that. I like you springing it up on me. Yeah. Um, yeah, and that's an interesting one. I think I'll just have a little look at the fixtures going forward, see whether it whether it makes sense to to bring in a Leicester lad for a Villa person, but. I do have a defender slot available, so it's an interesting one. Let me let me ponder. Yeah, nice. I think that probably rounds up, rounds it off for the uh, for the for the transfer section. Um, no, no other real standout moves. I don't think there's any real big. What, what big game? Droppings. What game Maybe... have you got today? Obviously, Man City first up. Yeah, we've got Man City uh, West Ham twelve thirty. West Brom Brighton actually sort of on paper looks like a bit of a dull game, but actually quite a few West Brom people have been picked up. Looking, so for, looking for to, Diang at the Spice Boys to do something there, mate. 
Yeah, I mean, it's an interesting one as well. As we talked about last week, me with having two teams is a little bit, a little bit, little bit of a split one here because I've got Pereira in my other team and Izard's got Pereira in his team. So I'm hoping he does well for my other team. But then oh, mate. If he does well for Izard, then I'm in trouble. So, yeah, that's a tough one. That would be a tough watch for me. I don't, I don't know how I feel about it. You're spinning a few too many and plates, then, mate. Yeah, I know what you mean. And then Leeds against Villa at 5.30. Interesting game. A lot of points available. Um, Villa, Villa without Villa without Grealish. By, well, as, by all accounts, it seems like he won't be playing. Um, so yeah, it could be an interesting one. A, a Villa the same team with Grealish not playing. Um, and then Newcastle Wolves later in the evening. So doesn't on paper look like a great game that one. Not sure that will be getting all the uh, all the eyes on it, but. Um, I'm not sure that many Wolves or Newcastle players are, are knocking around in our squads. So um, it'd be an interesting one to, I'm sure probably Izzard's probably got Neto knocking around. I know Hodden's got um, Old Traore. Mm, yeah. So it'd be interesting. Interesting four games. But I think, you know, the, the bigger games probably start tomorrow with Leicester Arsenal, uh, Chelsea Man U. And then we sort of then we're into the yeah into the into the doubles. So yeah, interesting few games to be uh, to be played out there. Absolutely. Well, that's a nice round up. Should we have a quick um a quick coffee break and lead us on to our next section? Yeah. And then we'll come back for a little bit of a absolutely quiz. nice one. All right. In a bit. In a minute. Hello and welcome back, Tim. Um, how you doing, mate? You're all right. All good, mate. Nice, nice coffee. We, yeah, oh, mate. I had a little uh, caramel macchiato. It was lovely. Oh, beautiful. Um, we're hoping to get a special guest on the phone. We are just waiting for him to uh, to join, aren't we? See so if we can do this. Now, this this is big. This will be getting another manager from the extra old boys draft fantasy league in the room, on the phone, live for some instant reaction to some team news. It's quite controversial, but just can we pull this off? It looks, it looks like something's happening here. And absolutely on time, can I just welcome to the Draft Talk podcast, the manager of The Right Touch is Stuart Trutch. Stuart, how are you doing, mate? <laughs> yeah, good. This is good, isn't it? Here he is. This is good. Well, I, I say it's good. I just had a, <clears throat> a message them for, I think it was Tim, saying Foden and Sterling benched. Yeah, mate. Well, this is, this is what we were going to, uh, this is the first thing we were going to ask you, is some live reaction to hearing the, the Man City team news. Yeah, shocking, mate, isn't it? I think my, my, not, my mental health just took a downward turn then. It was right until then. Not good when you're playing against the average, mate. Yeah, it's not ideal. Yeah, it's not ideal, that one. It's going to be difficult. See how we go. Josh, how are you feeling for this week, mate? That aside, uh, I don't think it's. I don't think it's looking too good. Um, I think. I think <clears throat> on on Tim's write ups, I don't think I've ever beaten um, the average. I don't. I'm not sure that's going to change. I think. I think. I think if we're honest, they're they're a better side. They're a better side than what I've got. Um, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like that individual individual quality, I think they're better. 
Um, yeah, st- arguably, arguably they're getting better every week as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no good side, mate. No good side. Yeah, Sterling and Foden out is not ideal at all. Um, I can't, I can't remember exactly what team I picked, but I'm struggling a little bit up front. I basically went for, um, I basically went for Giroud off the back of um, the logic. I totally agree with Denzel's logic, where if you score a bicycle kick, you've got to play the next game. Yeah, no, yeah, it's fair, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's, I think that's absolutely right. So, mate, yeah, a couple, couple of things that might go in your favour in terms of the team news from Man City. I think no one owns Kyle Walker these days. I think Denzel, you might have dropped him. Yeah, I dropped him, yeah. Yeah, and Ferran Torres, both of them start, and Fernandinho also starts. So there's three of the City players that are unowned by anyone. So, you know, you can cheer those lads on and hope they I do something. Mean, I do know what you mean. It's, it's a bit of a race to the bottom, that, though, isn't it? It's like, yeah, there's a I'm getting threats, nothing. Though. It's there's like, I'm getting nothing. Other lads will get a bit less as well. Yeah. yeah Trust, just looking at your team you selected now, mm. a lot of a lot of double game weekers, mate. I think the only one you haven't got with a double game week is St. Maximam. But he's playing Wolves at home and he's the yeah. sort of bloke who could turn up, isn't he? Dangerous player. Yeah. I think I think I've been burnt with um past couple of weeks with um not having enough double game double gamers in. I think it's something I've I've had to learn from it. It's all it's all about double gamers, I think. Um and so I sort of I packed it out. Yeah, it was basically out of um, St. Maxon and Saka. And you can I fit in. And basically, I wanted it to be Saka, but I think he's, I think he might have had Leicester away. Yeah. yeah. He's also, he's, mate, uh, there's, there's, there's rumours that he might be rested. He's, you know, there was some chat, there was some chat from Arteta around the fact he played a lot of games. I think the Europa League now priority for Arsenal. I think, I think you could see him rested. I mean, I might be wrong, but. Yeah, I think he's due. Yeah, well, that's that's, um, that's all right as well. Yeah, and I kind of went on just on the fixture. I think in basically Leicester away is more difficult than um, Wolves at home. So like, if Newcastle do anything, it's probably yeah. Sit Max when he does it. So yeah, we'll see. Oh, definitely that. Yeah. If Man United keep a couple of clean sheets, you're laughing, though, aren't you? Uh, yeah, they don't like doing that though, Denzel. That's that's the problem. <laughs> they, they they sort of win three one yeah. most weeks with Fernandez and Rashford scoring goals. That's what that's what they generally do. Yeah, hoping Luke Shaw pops up. Luke Shaw pops up with some uh, some assists or something, aren't you? I think he's yeah yeah yeah. Form, I think though, Luke I Shaw. Think... He sort of apparently created five chances against uh, against Newcastle last week. Um, none were put away, but you know bodes well. Yeah, yeah. That's what I yeah I went for him over um, Wan Bissaka like for that for that reason. He ed- ed- edged in. Yeah, I think I've got. Him, I think I've basically. Yeah, I didn't plan it this way. I've, I didn't plan it this way, but I sort of got him in more for their assists. Rather than their clean sheets, so I don't think they'll keep clean sheets. Yeah, I think Shaw is more of an assist threat than Juan Bissaka, so you, you picked well there. I think. Yeah, 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 yeah. We'll see. I think, I think realistically, I think to beat the average, you want to be getting. Is it a double game week? As in, is literally double, literally double the number of games, or is it not quite double? Not quite. Not quite. Well, yeah. So I think you want to get seventeen in. games rather than ten. Yeah. I think you want to be getting about 80 points. I think you think of like, say, say yeah, I think. 40 points a win, double at 80, might not be quite as much as that. I think you want to be getting, I think you want to be getting about 80. I'm not sure. Not sure I got eight in me. <laughs> I think I got about 60. I agree. That's yeah. I, I got. know what you mean. I think 80, 80, to, 80 to 100, I think, was what we were speculating earlier. But in- Couple of interesting, yeah. interesting moves in the transfer market for you, T Bone. You brought in a couple of Everton boys, uh, Sigurdsson and Holgate. 
Yeah. Nice like transfers, I think. Yeah, it was so that basically it's uh it's taken me however many weeks we've had, about about thirty weeks or something, to realise you need to look at the fixtures for the next week <laughs> to work it out. I'm, I'm I'm signing lads thinking oh right, you live and you live and you learn. Yeah, I'm I'm signing lads thinking oh he, he's good, so I'll sign him and then you realise he's got Man City away. So what I've done is <laughs> basically worked out that Everton have got they got some like West they they got a double game for a start and I think one of them is West Brom and yeah. someone else is not very good. So I tried to get in mm. I tried to get in um thingy from you Tim as well, you let go with Charleston, weren't they? Yeah, no, I tried to get Charleston. Yeah. He was he was the top yeah. he's like my top pick. Um, but yeah, but I also it's just to sort of flooded it with um Everton ones as well. See how we go. Yeah. Good and takes pen. One thing we were talking about. Yeah, he's all right, isn't he? Like, does, yeah. yeah, he's a bit hot and cold, isn't he? But I think over two games against against sort of quite poor upper, he might do something. There was a just before we got you on T Bone, we were we were discussing the uh, the transfers of uh, Gareth Bale <laughs> and Deli Ali. Any uh, any any comments from yourself on those? Um, uh, I I don't think it's Bell. I don't think it's Bell. I had him um, Adam at the start did. did... Won't be music. Won't, yeah, won't be music to the squirrels ears that one. I don't. I just think. I can't really. I think out of the two, it's it's probably more Deli Ali. But I th- I don't think I think Mourinho would do would do everything in his power not to play him. I think he, 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 he <laughs> interesting re- resident resident Spurs fan uh, Hod Spurs Hod who picked up um, Deli Ali rather than Bale. So maybe he's got the same. Yeah, I think yeah, I think I think Mourinho's it will do everything he can not not to play him. Um, and if he has to play him, I don't know if he's starting him. And I don't know if he's starting. Him. I don't know if he's giving him run of games. He might, he might, he might play one of them once or something. I don't think they're in. But yeah, if, if I had to have any of them, I'd probably have Deli Ali. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Right, shall we? Uh, and then we're going to have a very quick break, and then we're going to come back for. Yeah, absolutely, no- Stuart Church. Before we go to the break, thank you for coming. Great to hear you, mate, and your views. That's Quickly, mean. two things. First question, can the average win the league? Second question, what is a good finish for the right touch? Go. <laughs> um, so, well, so second second question first, I think anything other than rock bottom, which I've been for um, every week since it started off. So so basically second bottom is like, um, is like win the league. Uh, top think, five, bottom three, is it? Um, I think uh, I think it's. You might be right. Yeah, you might, you might, you might have edged it into a top five, Denzel. That that be that be your team does that? No, not me. Like the average on class, and I think I'm still down with you boys. Yeah, I think I think basically it's it's, it's Miro Shea for bottom. I think that's what it's looking like. He's got an appalling team, I know Shea, ain't he? <laughs> he's he's appalling yeah. side, Chris O'Shea. You know, I mean, yeah, I'm, I think I'm still six points behind him, but I might score him about 200 points. He's got an appalling side. Only a matter of time. Yeah, you think, yeah, time, yeah, you think so, yeah. So, yeah, for, for me, I think second bottom, second bottom would be, would be great. 
And what's the the average? I think what you said before. I think I think mathematically they can leave, but uh, I don't think they will. I think they'll come. They'll come like the fourth. I think. Neil or no Neil. Welcome back, everyone. It's uh, time for Neil or no Neil. Just a quick reminder of the rules. Um, I will provide up to eight clues about a current or former Premier League footballer. Um, they could be a Neil or a no Neil. So you know, last week we had Neil Shipley. This week doesn't have to be a Neil, but it might be a Neil. Um, and we actually have a little competition this week because we've got both Mden and T-Bone available to make guesses. So what I will do is I will read out the first clue, at which point, if you want to have a guess, just say your name and then that gets, your, that gets you registered for your, for your guess. And then you can have your guess and then the next person can have a guess if you get it wrong. Um, so... We might as well start. Is that clear? Does everyone understand? With you, mate. Yeah. Is it is it a bit of a race? So you got you got to say your name almost like a sort of buzzer in a quiz. Yeah. If you want, if you want to try and yeah, I reckon so. Buzz in, say your name. If you're right or wrong, the next person. But you, I don't think you can. You can't buzz in more than twice on one clue. So if you buzz in early and you're wrong, then the other person gets to uh, have a guess. T-bone, you you one. know, it's only going to count if you say T-bone. I've got to say T-bone. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's your buzzer yeah, noise. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so can I just so sort of clarify it? So basically, you're going to be sort of dropping clues. You, well, you're going to be given like description of a, a Premier League player, but the only clue is his name might be Neil or no Neil. There's no, that, yeah. that, that, basically <laughs> that isn't a clue. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's not a clue, is it's it? Just, it's just, it's just name it's probably more sort of likely to be a Neil as the week goes on because. Do you know what I mean? I mean, I've got I've got a long list of Neils that I'm ready to play, but yeah, I know what doesn't, you mean. Always, doesn't always have to be a Neil because otherwise it's a pretty slim pool of uh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, Premier yeah. League footballers that have been called Neil at some point or other. Yeah, I like it, mate. Yeah. So, clue one: born on the fifth of December, nineteen sixty-five, in Rowley Regis, England. I don't know where it is, mate. No idea. Mid mid fifties. So what I'm getting from that? In his, yeah, mid mid fifties, yeah. Mm, is that Josh, is that a bit before our time, mid fifties? Well, I'm thinking that's that's sort of twenty years older than us, isn't it? So like Is that like think, Steve Bruce? I think it's around that sort of Yeah, era. it might be. Yeah. I'm thinking if we're like if we're sort of in school, if we're if we're sort of twelve, they're sort of coming to the end. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's more that isn't it. It's more like early nineties, I think. Can I just clarify away. whether Steve Bruce was your guest? I mean, it'll be. I, I'm gonna have to do it now because if I'll kick myself, won't I? So yeah, M. Den, No Neil, Steve Bruce. That's incorrect, but it, it's around that era. Mm. Any guess from T Bone, mm. or should I move on to the second clue? Things I'm not sure where Rowley Regis is, mate. I've got a clue. I'll go. Um. Oh God, I'll go. Uh... I'll go Paul Parker. Well, it's not Paul Parker, but again, right sort of era, I think. Sort of, yeah, feels feels sensible. Yeah, Number two, 
youth career with Chelsea and West Brom? Another one with a youth career with Chelsea after last week. Shipley had his youth career there as well. No guesses? I'll move on. That doesn't really help me at all. It could, still could be anyone, couldn't it? Yeah, that's no, tricky. I mean, you'd be plucking it out of the air at this stage. Mate, can I, can I, um, what, T-Bone, can I have a guess? Yeah. <laughs> is it, um, I don't even know, what, I don't even know what, what era this is, but, um, wasn't there a player called Cyril Regis? That's all like a black bloke up front. There, there, there was, yeah, he did play for West Brom. Is it probably, I think he's a bit before this era. Yeah, just, before, yeah. is that just because the place was called Riley Regis? <laughs> um, he's named sort of, after the place sort of, rather than the place being named after him. Sort of subconsciously, I think so. Yeah, it might have been. Yeah, <laughs> mate, I'll go Cyril Regis. Have I got it right? It's not. It's not. It's not Cyril Regis. Nice um, try. Right, number three. He started his pro career with West Brom, playing 121 times. My knowledge of West Brom in the late 80s, early 90s. T-Bone? It's not, it's not up to standard. Bloody hell. T-Bone's coming in. Yeah. Uh, is it Brian Robson? Oh, no. It's not Brian Robson. Fancy that, mate, as well. I think he played for... He had something to do with West Brom, didn't he? He managed them. I've, I've definitely got definitely managed them. I don't know. I, I only really remember him as a player at, um, at United. My, my, my knowledge of sort of 90s West Brom players ain't, ain't great. Yeah, no, they weren't really yeah. Kremlin, were they? Yeah. Um, I mean, the next clue is realistically where I think it sort of starts to open out a little bit. And then any any guess before we move on? To no, no, I'm just going to channel my right. thoughts, mate. Moving on to clue four. You might need to be sharp on your uh, getting your name in there. Mm-hmm. Played 205 times for Sheffield Wednesday. And then... 103... All right, and then's going. He hasn't heard the rest of the teams, but he's going for it. No nil. Yeah. Colton Palmer. <laughs> oh, he nailed he's it. Yeah, he's he's done done it. it. Yeah. That's unbelievable. Yeah, just... great. That's fantastic from Emden. All came together when you said Sheffield Wednesday, mate. Colton Palmer, yeah. yeah. The, the next clue, well, the, the remainder of that clue was 103 times for Leeds before spells at Southampton, Nottingham Forest, and Coventry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I quite like this next one. His manager at Southampton, Dave Jones, said he covers every blade of grass out there, but that's only because his first touch is so crap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good. He uh, he played 18 times for England, scoring just the one goal. He's a midfielder. I actually had him down as a centre-back, but uh, my memory obviously Defensive was bad. Defensive midfielder, wasn't he? Yeah, he's sort of a holding mid, I think. Sort of the Vieira of his day. Mm. Surprised um, he had that many caps for England, though, aren't you, Boone? Yeah, I, I mean, all of them came from Graham Taylor. I mean, I think read into that what you will. Um, Turnip. I think apparently the, he's uh, a bit of a character, wasn't he? I think Colton Palmer. Yeah, apparently he was very abrasive in the dressing room, but uh, but very sort of um, inspirational on the pitch. Um, he finished his career as player manager of Stockport County. Uh, and then I think, you know, if you hadn't got it by this point, I think you would have struggled because the next, the last clue was in December 2016, he required a life-saving five-hour operation for a heart condition from which he made a full recovery. Well, good to hear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so still still about um, 55, as you say. Um, 
And uh, yeah, Carlton Palmer and then two from two on the Neil or No Neil game. Man, I, I do it yeah, from sticker books. It's all from sticker books, boys. Do you know what I mean? I've just vis- the visual image of that. Yeah, Sheffield Wednesday. First thing that pops into your head oh, is Carlton Palmer. Exactly. Yeah. Funny. I was, I was just about to, if I'd have beat you to it, Denzel, I was just about to embarrass myself with Kevin Pressman. Remember the goalie? <laughs> right, funnily enough, so luckily it didn't come to that. Funnily enough, I actually I looked at his career before I looked at Carlton Palmer's career. Yeah. But to, to basically only really played for Sheffield Wednesday and a couple of other clubs. I thought he'd get it too quickly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to use the clue scored the best penalty of all time for Kevin Pressman. I don't know if you've ever seen it, but in a shootout against Wolves, just runs up and absolutely levers it into the top left corner. Best penalty ever. Something to YouTube? Yeah, get on it now. Yeah. <laughs> all right. right. I think with, with that, that probably draws us to a close for this week's episode. So, uh, right. Yeah. Good luck for the good luck for the game week, lad. Yeah. Thank you for listening. Thank you for T Bane for joining us. Um, I'm sure we'll have you back, Trutch. Yeah, right, mate. Good fun. We're, we're all off. We're all off for a gut buster in the ram. See you later. <laughs> See you later. <laughs>